Welcome to Moving On Sideways. It's the uh, day after um, my last recording, which was the end of the last episode. Um, So today is February 19th, 2023. I'm actually returning home from uh, my friend, um, the man who I'm not allowed to talk about, house, uh, which is actually where I was uh, heading to when I recorded the very end of um, the last episode. So, yeah. Um, so I left uh, the job that myself is not. So yesterday I left the job that myself is not allowing myself to talk about. And I went to the uh, house of the man who I'm not allowed to talk about. And now I'm uh, driving home, which I am allowed to talk about. Although I'm uh, I'm not allowing myself to say the address of where I live on my podcast. Uh, so that's not allowed to talk about. Uh, but. And then I'm going to be, uh, today I have, um, today's Sunday. It's the, the one day of the week when I, I work for just, uh, three hours. Um, so later today I'll be driving back to the job that myself is not allowing myself to talk about. So, yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just going to continue with the, the subjects, uh, left off in the last ep- episode. Um, I wanted to, like, tie a nice little bow on the, uh, relationship thing and, like, um, you know, like say like uh, three sentences that describe like what the situation is now. Um, but it's just so difficult to do that because it's such a it's been it's such a wishy washy thing like the whole time that it existed. But uh, last I mean the last few months just seemed or last not few months but the last one, over one month it seemed to just not exist at all. But I don't I don't know for sure that that's the case. So it's, it's even more wishy-washy now than it was, uh, you know, in 2022, basically. Um, so I guess I'll just say that for now. So I don't know. So I guess maybe I will be talking about that whole thing um, on, my, on my podcast. But I'm going to try to do it in a more, I don't know, <laughs> try to do it in a way where it seems like I'm not doing it. it makes no sense at all. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, I... Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the airport thing. Okay, so... Because um, I don't think it was really described very well in the, the last episode. So on my second day of this, this new job that I have, the, you know, the job that myself is not allowing myself to talk, talk about, um, I got a text from uh, my trainer at um, the airport saying that my badge is ready and come do this, come do that, blah, blah, blah. And so then I actually signed up for health insurance because uh, so the, the job that myself is not allowing myself to talk about doesn't actually offer health insurance. Um, and if I can get health insurance for the same price I get through a job, I would much rather do that and not have to be dependent on some fucking job to uh, have health insurance. Because <laughs> in case you don't know, in, in the United States of America, if you, if you have health insurance through your job, and you lose your job, which is extremely likely that it can happen at any point in time. Um, anyways, if you lose your job, you uh, only have health insurance through, through the end of that month. So if it happens to be um, July 31st and you lose your job, you lose your health coverage at midnight of uh, that day, um, which is some of the, which is one of the dumbest like systems that, that I can imagine that exist in the world. So like, I just think that. Personally, I believe that it should be illegal for companies to uh, offer health insurance to their employees. This, it's, it's a it's a ridiculous, terrible system. 
Um, and actually, what what actually happens is that you can uh, you can qualify for this program called Cobra, um, which is you get to keep your health insurance, but it's even more expensive. So then you don't have a job and you have more expensive health insurance. So that that makes no sense at all to me. Um, so you know, so now we have uh, Obamacare or Marketplace Care, whatever whatever you want to call it. The official name is actually not Obamacare, but um, I don't know that that I think that just kind of like mended the fence a little bit, but not a, <laughs> not a lot, and probably not enough to actually like really save anything. But anyways, that's uh, the United States healthcare situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, am I saying that there should be just like, you know, same, same style of healthcare that Europe has? Um, I, I think that would be good, but I know this is the United States of America and the chance of that happening are just so low. It's just like that, that's speaking of that word pipe dream that I said last time, that's a bit of a pipe dream, that whole concept. Um, so that seems kind of unlikely. Anyways, I didn't do this start recording this episode to talk about healthcare, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so I guess I'm going to talk about the, uh, the, the Virginia thing, like the states and counties or states, cities and counties. And also, Oh, why, why someone would drive somewhere for shoes? Um, I guess, I guess I just want to restart, start the, uh, episode right now and that's it. Okay. That's all for now. Hello, it is uh, later that day, I'm uh, and I'm uh, actually driving away from the job that myself is not allowing myself to talk about. Um, I'm not going home, though. I'm actually going to my parents' house uh, for a few hours, and then I'll go home later. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, pretty nice um, to be there for only three hours, and, and I felt actually much better. So, like, last Sunday, I, had to, I actually had to work from basically 8.30 to 11.30, um, like three hours at that time of the day. And the Saturday night before uh, Sunday of last week, I was so, like, discouraged because, like, basically on that... So my hours are flexible, but when I say flexible, I mean my bosses can flex them here. They can flex them there. Uh, I'm making... I'm working 40 hours a week, so it's not like they're making me work more than 40 hours a week. But um, because of the nature of my job and it's just kind of changing, I guess... um, it's yeah it's basically flexible as far as uh what my hours are they, they could change you know etc um but so so yeah so last sunday i did get there at like 8 30 and basically and i didn't really have plans for saturday night anyways of last week but um you know just the whole basically like the idea of like you can basically almost never do anything on saturday nights because you got to work from 8 30 a.m to 11 30 a.m on sundays that, that is, like, awful, like, that existence or whatever, or, I mean, uh, it's not awful, but it's, you know, that could, that could, uh, really damper someone's social life, um, but, but, uh, you know, I got off work yesterday around 6 p.m., went over to the man who I'm not allowed to talk about's house, which is an hour away from here, and, um, and then, you know, drove home this morning, I spent the night there for several hours, and then spent, then drove home at 6 in the morning, and then, got a couple more hours of sleep at, at home and I felt like great when I woke up and uh you know just kind of relaxing Sunday or whatever and then you know mosey on over to work and do a couple hours in the mid-afternoon and now I'm and now it's 6 14 p.m and I'm driving away from the job and I'm you know 
I could have left at like around 5.35, but I stayed until 6. So I've done like three hours on Sundays. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, a couple things to talk about or whatever. Um, oh, so yeah, so that's two, the two subjects that I'm not, that I'm not going to be talking about, I'll be talking about right now. And one is uh, the, the relationship thing. So like I said, I'm just like, I'm not sure if there's a, if it still exists or, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, and I, I just have like uh, basically like a month and a, well, I have like over a month, but not much over, less than two months. Um, we'll have, I feel like I'll have a better idea or whatever. And if I know for sure that it doesn't exist, then I'm, uh, I'm going to move on or whatever. And, um, I kind of, at this point, I kind of feel like I would, I would like for it to exist, but I also, um, at this point, the wishy-washiness for like, you know, the better part of a year, not a whole year, but the better part of a year, um, it's, it's very hard to deal with. Like, I think I mentioned on my, my podcast that the whole endeavor has made me realize, and I, I should have realized this a very, very long time ago. But it's made me realize that I'm super, super insecure. Um, although I think that my insecurity is, is justified at least half the time, maybe more than half the time. But when someone, especially a male, when a male acts insecure, it's a super unattractive towards towards women, generally speaking. Um, and I'm a very, very insecure person. So that's been a very unattractive quality about me for most of my life. Um, anyways, uh, so... But yeah, but in the meantime, I've, I've, I've talked to Amanda a little bit on the phone. Because, um, like, I kind of consider, to be completely honest, I kind of consider Amanda to be a quote-unquote not real girl. And that doesn't mean that she's, like, less feminine than other girls or anything like that. What it, what it means in my head is that I know, I'm very aware that Amanda and I don't, um, like, we'll have these, like, little fleens kind of or whatever or I don't know fleen is a really strong word so fleen is definitely not the right word but you kind of like a watered down wishy-washy fleen <laughs> um that lasts you know however long it lasts or whatever and then we always get in like an argument um and it kind of ends up like not existing anymore so that's just extremely typical of Amanda so I don't really consider her like a real to be like a real girl like the whole the concept of like entering a relationship with her that like lasts for a very long time is, is such a uh, pipe dream and I don't mean that like it's a good thing I just mean like it, that like it's an extremely unlikely thing so to I don't know when I'm in a like state of mind where I'm like mostly sure that I'm not in a relationship but I'm not a hundred percent sure I um have the mentality of like well I need to be a little bit more sure before I reach out to real girls but as far as like reaching out to Amanda I feel like Amanda's uh, um, okay to reach out to regarding that. And then I even like thought of it like this, like it's almost like flying somewhere and, and Amanda is a, is a layover stop. Uh, yeah. So I don't mean that like in a uh, grotesque way. I mean that in the most non-grotesque way possible. Um, although, although maybe, maybe it could be translated correctly in a grotesque way, you know? Um, anyways, yeah, so so that's pretty much it for the the subject that I for, that I that I supposedly am not going to talk about anymore. One of the subjects, another subject that I supposedly am not going to talk about anymore, that I keep on ranting on about, is the job situation. And I, um, when I had the job that I was at from 2019 to 2022, um, 
you know, in 2022, especially I, I got the vibe, although I didn't get it like in a hundred percent type of thing, just like it was, I felt like it was happening. Um, that one, that a couple people I work with, like somehow found out about my podcast and were like listening to episodes, like basically, a, I mean, I don't know why they would be listening to it, but I would assume that one of the, one of the biggest reasons would be to see if I was talking shit about them. Cause I think that's a huge reason why people spy on other people is to make sure that they're not being talked about in a negative manner. It's like, and speaking of insecurity. Um, so yeah, so one person specifically, I, I felt like was, it was a girl, by the way. Um, I felt like was listening to my podcast, podcast with an S at the end, <laughs> podcasts. So anyways, um, yeah, so, oh, but, but, but beyond that, like, and, uh, my boss and my old job, uh, who I got, got along with for the most part, and I got along with uh, towards the end too. Like we, you know, we, we even had like a handshake at the end. It's like supposed to be some kind of meaningful thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you know, he's like, he's like, I wish you the best, blah blah. And not in a, I don't know, not in a bad way, but in a good way or whatever. Um, and he told me to like let him know my boss at my job that I had from you know 2019 to 2022 that I stopped having. You know, I gave him two weeks notice. And I stopped having it in uh, November of 2022. Anyways, I gave, um, my boss, you know, told me that he would, he would like for me to let him know what's going on with my life and keep him, keep him in touch with uh, my life. And I was telling him like, well, our job situation, basically not like, not really beyond the job situation. Um, but I told him like, well, I have to, I have to like know for sure that it's the job is working out before I let you know, um, before I let you know what's going on with my life, blah, blah, blah. So, so, you know, so then I started that dropping off packages job, which, which wasn't, I mean, the training was actually really good. So when I went through the training, I was like, yeah, this is going to be my job. This is good. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. But then once I started the job, it was completely awful as I've said before. Um, so I, you know, so I did not, and then I quit, you know, less than a week after I really started, like not the training, but the actual job part just because I knew what it, it's not that it wore me down, it's just that I knew what it consisted of, and I was like, I'm not dealing with this fucking shit, you know, so then I was jobless for a couple weeks, then I got the job at the, uh, the airport, and, but I was, but that was just training, and I hadn't started on the job training, so I really, so I didn't actually know what the job was like, so I, so I therefore was not secure enough with my job at that time to, you know, to finally reach out to my boss and let him know, like, what's going on, because, you know, he originally said something like, you know, let us know what it's, what your job is like a couple days into your job. And then I said, um, this is like one of my last days at that job. I said, uh, well, you know, it might take a couple weeks for me to really know if, if I'm going to keep the job or not, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, I understand. So just, whenever you, uh, understand, you know, whenever you know, like what's, if you're keeping the job, if you like the job, blah, 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 let us know. So, so anyway, so I was kind of waiting for that when I was working for the, the airport company going through the, the, um, computer training and the in-person training or whatever. Um, and, oh, and the, you know, and then I had that whole fiasco of, I basically didn't work for the entire month of January for the most part, uh, minus, you know, there's a couple days I did work actually, but DoorDash. And then I started this job that myself is now allowing myself to talk about on January 28th actually. But anyways, um, so yeah, so, so then I started this job that i rather uh keep it more like you know secretive or whatever and i and i don't want to uh tell my um former um 
I don't want to tell actually any anyone that worked for that company that I worked for from 19 to 22. I don't want to tell any of them about my job now. It's it's a kind of like an unfortunate, you know, it's like the card the card that's how the cards have fallen down. So so I basically so I haven't talked to anyone from that job in any way, shape, or form since my last day there. Um, and and that's just like that's basically it's like, kind of like the Iron Curtain has fallen and. Well, you know, temporarily speaking, the Iron Curtain has fallen and I don't know when I'm ever going to talk to those people again because I was even thinking like, uh, so like uh, Alex and I booked a vacation in Williamsburg in April. I was thinking of sending them a postcard from Williamsburg just saying like, I'm saying like I'm fully employed. That's all I can say for now or something. I don't know because I I don't actually, even though I did have, uh, you know, problems with some of the people there, you know, especially in the second half of 2022. I don't actually like have problems with the people there and I don't actually like not like them or and I don't actually want to like not talk to them or anything like that. That's not that's not what's going on. You know, all that's going on is that um is that until I got this job I I definitely was not sure enough with any job I had before this one to like, you know, let them know that that's my job now. And I mean even this one I'm also not that sure, but it's, I'm more sure of, I think I would be sure enough to like if I was okay disclosing, you know, what my job was, I, I would be okay with calling them up and calling up my boss and he could spread, you know, the information to the other people that work there, letting, letting him know like what my job is. But like I said, I, I just would rather keep it uh, pr- private or whatever. Like p- people put, um, um, you know, what their job is on their, on their Facebook profile. I think that's crazy. Cause like it, it basically it all has to do with, and this, I felt this way for years, by the way, this is not something new for me. Um, in fact, I, I definitely felt this way in 2012 because I remember, <laughs> I remember I made a, I, I had a job in 2012, um, throughout most of the year, uh, I was working at a tax company ba- as basically a receptionist, although it was, it was better than being a receptionist. It's not like I was literally only a receptionist at this tax company, but anyways, um, I just think it's crazy to put, put your, uh, job on your Facebook profile because yeah, so it kind of has to do with like the concept of cancel culture and just that whole concept. I, I just uh, I just wouldn't want some random person who thinks they're doing the right thing, like uh, calling up a company I work for and being like, "Oh, you can't you can't continue to let him work there because uh, he drove 35 miles an hour in a 34 mile per hour zone one time," or like whatever the dumb fucking shit is reason that they think that they think it's justified to like call some you know call someone's employer and say a person can't work there anymore for some dumbass fucking reason that no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I just think it's, I think it's crazy that people put their job on their Facebook profile like that. Oh, so yeah, 2012 specifically, um, I put, uh, I put that my job was working at the moon and, um, like, cause people would put, <laughs> for whatever reason, like I maybe with Facebook was different back then with the format or something, but it had like, uh, put your, put, your activity, your activities that you do at your job, you know? So I put that my activities were throwing rocks into the air and, and cat and then catching the rocks that I threw in the air. I, I, I weren't, and I, <laughs> I think I put like throwing rocks into the air eloquently. Cause people always put these dumb fucking adjectives on their, on their resumes to that. Like that just, I mean, to me, 
it just makes them sound like they're lying. But I think to normal people, it's like impressive or whatever. Oh, he did, he threw rocks in the air eloquently. It was so much better than throwing rocks in the air without any eloquence at all. Oh, it's so impressive. Blah blah. So I put all these in 2012. I put all these stupid facts on my uh, resume or not my resume, my Facebook profile about my about fake job that I didn't actually have, where I was working at the moon and throwing rocks in the air and then catching the rocks that I threw in the air. That was basically it. And when I when I put when I put that on my Facebook profile, I was laughing so hard it was like almost crying laughing because, um, you know, it's not super funny, but it's funny when you think about the fact that literally, almost everyone I knew on Facebook was like serious about what their what their job was. They put their actual job on their Facebook profile. No one took it as a joke, which is fucking ridiculous. Like. Why Why do 400 of your acquaintances need to know where you work? Like, that's not necessary. Um, but one of my friends nowadays uh, has a, on his profile, he has a, he's a, a professor at Harvard. And, and I, you know, I know for an absolute fact that he's definitely not that. So I think that's funny that he did that on his Facebook profile. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think it's, I just kind of wanted to mention that I'm like kind of in this weird situation where I just basically just can't reach out to, um, people I used to work with, um, because I don't want to disclose what my job is to them. And I don't, you know, I don't think they have the right to know or anything like that or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm just kind of like, it's like I said, it's kind of like an iron curtain situation where, um, you know, I just happen to be on one side of the iron curtain and they happen to be on the other side. And I don't know how, I don't know when I'm at like, like there's a, you know, I mean, it's a pot, it's possible. There's a chance that like, let's say, let's say like April of 2024. So more than a year from now, maybe, maybe, maybe I have this job until that time. And then I stop, you know, then I quit or whatever happens then. And then I get another job. Like it's possible that in May of 2024, when I haven't had the job at the, um, at the 19th or 22 job, you know, um, if I, anyways, it's possible that I would just like reach out to them, uh, at that point in time and say that I, um, you know, Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you guys what my job was, but now I can finally tell you what it is. I work, I work at Exxon <laughs> or what, hopefully that's not going to be the case, but it's like, you know, hypothetical future. It's kind of a joke. Anyways. Yeah. So, so that's it basically for that, for that subject. Um, okay. I guess I can move on and talk about the, uh, two subjects that, you know, this episode is supposed to be about. One might one might say that I was uh, stalling, uh, but I, I wasn't actually. I was just taking a long time to say what I wanted to say. Okay, so the first subject is why someone would like travel, you know, to a metropolitan area that they don't live in in order to buy shoes. Which to me it seems like a no-brainer. Like, why would you not do that? But to a lot of people, that would be like crazy, like craziest idea ever. Now, actually, let me let me rewind a little bit. Um, Throughout my adult life, um, whenever, so I, I've lived in, you know, Northern Virginia, either Woodbridge or Ashburn or Manassas, um, for most of my adult life. Um, yeah, like, like definitely more than 50%, way more than 50% for all three of those combined. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so in Northern Virginia and whenever I've gotten car work done on my car, um, especially, I haven't really done this in a couple years at this point, but I would especially do it for a few years there. Um, if it was something that was kind of expensive, um, it was going to be like $800 or whatever here in Northern Virginia, 
I would, uh, so my, my mom is from the Shenandoah Valley, specifically Woodstock. Um, and there's a town right next to Woodstock called Edinburgh. And there's a, a car, a car place over in Edinburgh called Edinburgh Motors. And they'll do, they'll fix like any problem that people around here will fix. They'll do it for like something like half the price or like 60% of the price. So I've quite a few times I've driven to, um, to Edinburgh, uh, which is like, well, from Manassas, it's, it's, it's like an hour and a half away, but from Woodbridge, it's further away from, than that from Woodbridge. Um, I've, I've driven there quite a few times to get car work done. And like, to me, it's like driving, you know, like maybe a round trip of like, we'll, we'll say a round trip of three or four hours to save like $400. Like no, there's no question about it. I'll absolutely do something like that. So like the idea of like, you know, driving a couple hours to save hundreds of dollars is something that I will do instantly. Like I will definitely do that shit. And like the last time I did it, I even used a, uh, I was at it. So the last full-time job I had, the one from 19 to 22, we had absolutely horrible PTO, but because we had such terrible PTO, um, my, my boss and just people in general were not complete assholes. If you were to use up all your PTO and have to leave, use leave without pay. But at jobs I've had in the past that have uh, not wonderful PTO, but better PTO, more like reasonable PTO, where they kind of start you off at where you can accrue three weeks a year, 15 days a year, um, and you can like build up after that. Those fucking jobs, they, they act like complete assholes if you get close to uh, using up your PTO, and they act like it's a huge deal if you get close to using up your PTO. Um, and they, they even act like, they act like it's a fireable offense or whatever. So, so anyway, so I was at one of those jobs, uh, in, um, well, anyways, in the late teens, like 17 or 18, I guess. Um, was, yeah, I think it was June of one of those two years. I think it was 18, 2018. But I, um, uh, oh yeah. So I used a, val- a valuable PTO day. Uh, while working at that company in order to save a few hundred dollars on a, on a car type of thing that I drove to Edinburgh uh, to get done. The, the one problem with doing all that, and I would say this may be the only problem, is that, so I, I get oil changes, you know, in places here in Northern Virginia. Um, so then when you get an oil change out of place and they tell you that, you know, you need this work done on your car and it's going to cost this many hundred dollars and then you, um, and then you get it done somewhere else. Um, I think that they get like, I don't think they like that, but I don't know. At the same time, like some places will like tell you that you need this work done. We don't need it done quite that second. And you can, you know, you can save money by getting by putting it off. Cause like the, the earlier you get, uh, you know, car work done, it's going to be the earlier that, that, that it doesn't, you know, it's only going to last X, X number of miles. Like let's say 60,000 miles. So then, you know, the, the earlier that you're gonna have to get it done again, basically. So like, basically it's a, it's actually beneficial to put stuff off, um, as long as it's like safe and not, not super annoying to put it off or whatever. Yeah. So some places will be like, oh, it's an emergency. You can, you get this shit fixed, but you don't actually have to get it fixed for a while. But yeah, the last time I got an oil change, which was in, oh, which I think was in, was in, I think it might've been the day after Christmas actually. They told me I did. They told me I should get all this work done within a certain amount of time, and all the work together I think was like six hundred dollars or whatever. So I may, especially now that oh, at my, at my job now I have Fridays off. Um, that's one thing about this Edinburgh Motors place, and you know, really most places actually is that they're not open on the weekends. So you have to, uh, you know, now, now that I have Fridays off, it would be a great opportunity to um, 
to get this work done over there. So I might do that sometime, uh, sometime this year, or sometime at the beginning, first half of this year, 2023. I may do that, consider it at least. Um, anyways, so so yeah, so it's just it's just like like the idea of like driving somewhere for for whatever reason or like driving's not a big deal to me, you know. Um, so I don't know why some people make the biggest deal about driving one hour somewhere, like having to drive one hour every day for a commute, that's a huge deal, but having to do it one time, it really doesn't matter. Like, just do it. You know? I mean, I also have a car that gets really good gas mileage, so that's in my favor too. Um, so, so that, that whole principle I think applies to like the shoes thing. And like, I've, I've ordered a couple different shoes online throughout the years, uh, for whatever reason, cause they're supposed to do this or they're supposed to do that or whatever. And it does and I've, I've mostly not really enjoyed the shoes all that much. I'm actually, oddly enough, wearing shoes right now that uh, that was the case for. I don't know if I ever mentioned that I got free shoes from the, the drop-off packages job. It's like you went through the training and then you got to get, um, get like a, a credit to buy shoes on Zappos. So so I did that. And my dumbass got these somewhat dressy shoes, which I, I can't imagine dropping off packages with these shoes. But, but now I'm supposed to, well... Just to wear at least at least a collared shirt where I work now, so these shoes are like somewhat dressy. So I so I wear these like at least half the time I work there, but then half the time I just wear whatever shoes I want. Um, l- luckily, people can kind of wear you know down shoes that are like kind of down with like you know collared shirt and shit, and it still looks it still looks kind of dressy. I don't think people are super concerned about someone's shoes being dressy. I, I actually I really think that I could have just worn. Um, you know, a regular shirt that didn't have lettering on it or whatever, or it was extremely tasteful. And I think I'd be fine at this job, but my, my boss, <laughs> my boss saw me on, uh, on zoom. We had a zoom meeting with my boss when I was real new at the job and I was wearing a, a shirt that I think is pretty dress, you know, it's pretty, pretty decent. It doesn't have a collar or whatever, but it has no lettering or on it or anything. My boss was like, you're wearing a t-shirt. You have to wear a collared shirt, blah, blah. blah. So I'm just glad I don't have to wear a fucking tie like a, a button down shirt so I just wear like a collared I, people call them polos although that's really I would say that's a misnomer but my I don't know <laughs> I, I can't complain about every fucking misnomer out there that gets misused because then I just won't be able to communicate with society like for example people don't don't use the word preview they use the word trailer although that's extremely inaccurate but I'm, I've just started like recently I just started using the word trailer because people that's just how people speak like they don't get it when you say preview or especially when you when you t- tell them a, you go on a rant about what a trailer actually is, which I'll do right now. A trailer is at the end of a, a movie, and that's how movies used to be, like really, really long time ago, like the first half of the 20th century. And uh, a preview is before movies. And then like this one, this one Star Wars movie, or I think it was, I swear it was fucking um, a Phantom Menace, came out in 1999, and they were referring to that as a trailer, and they even like would like give um you know they even would say like what a trailer was or whatever but ever since and i don't know if it was that movie specifically but ever since that event people refer to previews as trailers and i don't i don't hear people especially people that are kind of nerdy they always say trailer instead of uh, preview but just generally speaking i don't hear anyone use the word preview it's always trailer okay yeah so so with the shoes thing like i don't like ordering shoes online i remember a few years ago i uh I, I was looking for some specific type of shoe 
and I drove to uh, Richmond to, to shop for these shoes. And since I drove to Richmond, I had nothing else to do there. Oh, by the way, when I got to Richmond, I didn't buy the shoes because I tried them on and I didn't like them. But which is one reason to, to try on shoes to begin with is to decide if you like them or not. But anyways, I drove to um, to Richmond to uh, shop for some shoes. And then while I was in Richmond, I, uh, I, did, I did a lot of walk because Richmond's a great place to walk around on a nice day. It's like a really scenic uh, town to walk around, city, really. But anyways, I did a lot of walking around Richmond on that day. And I really, you know, I really, you know, I really had, it was really worth it to go there. Plus, even with my cars before I had this car, which don't get really good gas mileage, it's not that expensive to drive to Richmond and come back on the same day. Richmond's like maybe an hour and a half from well, it's an hour and a half from Woodbridge and two hours from Manassas. And I, and I lived in Manassas at the time, so I guess I drove two hours for the whatever, for all that shit. But, but yeah, my, the, my friend, the man who I'm not allowed to talk about, was like, just thought it was crazy that I drove to Richmond to look for shoes. And he was like, what did you, we were, I think we were communicating through some kind of messenger app at the time. And he was like, what did you really drive to Richmond for? I know it wasn't for shoes. And I was like, yes, it was. I drove to Richmond to shop for shoes. Okay, this episode's almost over, so I might as well... Um, so, I mean, it's, that's basically it. It's just, I just think it's worth it to, oh, so like on the, the trip where I went to, um, Bath, North Carolina and, uh, and Petersburg, Virginia, I drove a little bit out of my way to shop for shoes in Suffolk, Virginia. Um, but I, I, other than that, I could have the closest, uh, thing that was, um, uh, by the way, this is a very, very specific type of shoe. That's why that's, I mean, that's, that's the answer for all this shit, but <laughs> Uh, with the specific type of shoe I drove um, uh, so yeah so I also could have driven from to Winchester from Manassas like without doing it on a trip but there's a combination of things one is that I know it was like a little bit out of the way to drive to Suffolk to shop for shoes but uh, it wasn't I don't know I felt like it was less out of the way to, to drive to Suffolk to shop for shoes while on that trip compared to driving to Winchester to shop for shoes from Manassas and I don't know, maybe it wasn't, I didn't really do the math exactly as far as that goes, but, um, yeah, yeah, so, so there's that. Okay, and then, uh, last subject, which is, uh, me having to explain the whole, um, uh, Virginia thing. So, in Virginia, you're either in a county or a city. If you're, if you're in a, the, the only way that this actually becomes a problem, because I've, I've lived in Manassas for, uh, oh, oh, today, I didn't even realize this till right now. Today is the six and a half year anniversary, like to the day, six and a half years of me living in my condo because it was, a, I moved in on August 19th of 2016. Today is February 19th of 2023. So anyways, um, so I've lived in my condo for, uh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So for six and a half years, a couple times during those years when I'm filling out some kind of form online. Um, they ask you, you know, what city do you live in? And I put Manassas and I put, they'd say, what county do you live in? And, and sometimes, or not sometimes, almost all the time, if, if it's like a drop down menu or whatever, uh, one of the count, one of the options is Manassas city, because you do, you do not live in a county if you live in a city in Virginia. And to me, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I think it's confusing that, uh, like for example, Los Angeles city is, is I think the entire thing of Los Angeles city is in Los Angeles County, but I don't know if there's parts of Los Angeles County that don't consist of the city. Like, I just don't know, but and I think most people that live there have no idea. <laughs> but, um, another example is, uh, Oh, Miami Dade County. They always talk like, I guess, cause like politics and voting and stuff, 
Miami-Dade County gets brought up a lot, you know. Um, but that's, like, most of my, like, Miami's in Miami-Dade County. Like, but I don't know if there's parts of Miami-Dade County that don't consist of Miami. Like, I don't know where the overlap is regarding all that. And, like, some of these big cities, the entire county consists of a city, which to me doesn't make any sense. So you're in Miami-Dade County and you're in the city of Miami. Like, what? <laughs> that, that's just confusing to me. Um, so in Virginia, you're either in one or the other. And, I, and I've looked at, and like Google Maps, if you put in a city, uh, if you put in like a city on Google Maps, it'll like put a red outline over where the exact boundaries are. And um, I've done it for Manassas, and I've noticed in the very, very center of Manassas, there's like a part that's, that it looks like it's not part of Manassas, and like it's part of Prince County, and it happens to be where the, uh, the courthouse is. So it does get a little bit confusing, because like, Princeton County and Manassas in the city of Manassas share a courthouse, for example. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but I think I specifically brought up Virginia Beach. Um, so most people in this area, Northern Virginia, I think Virginia Beach is uh, is the beach only. It's way more than than the uh, the part of the beach where the skyscrapers are. And so, um, the skyscraper is a strong word, but the the ten story tall buildings and shit like that are. Um, by the ocean in Virginia Beach is only a tiny part of what Virginia Beach consists of because Virginia Beach is a city um, although the size of Virginia Beach is gigantic it's way bigger than Princeton County the county I'm in well yeah the county I'm in right now because I'm not in Manassas driving to my parents house I'm close close to my parents house um, but yeah Virginia Beach uh, Chesapeake and Suffolk are these uh, officially they're cities but they're they're just gigantic. They they were counties that were turned into cities, um, officially, and and even like so Virginia Beach goes like 20 miles inland, and that's that part is obviously not part of the beach, you know, part of the, they call it the oceanfront actually in that area. Um, like the the part of Virginia Beach that's on the ocean is called the oceanfront. Another name for it is uh, the Strip. But there's parts of Virginia Beach that are not the, what people consider to be Virginia Beach that are on the ocean that are like a little bit more rural and don't have these tall buildings. Like there's a part called Sandbridge that's exactly like that. And then south of Sandbridge, it just gets like extremely rural. Although I think it might be a nature reserve or something, but it is actually part of the city of Virginia Beach and it's um, and it's on the, uh, the ocean. And then like Virginia Beach itself, like to so go west from the um, ocean, there's like, it looks like a bunch of suburbs or whatever. And the funny thing is, technically, Virginia Beach is actually the biggest, by population, the biggest city in Virginia because uh, Princeton County, Fairfax County, are, and even Arlington County, they're all counties. They're not actually cities. So it's all about, like, what things are officially and what they aren't officially. Um, this is like, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, how I know I know people that they think that, oh, like Manassas, for example, they, they think that because the Manassas address goes way beyond the city limits of Manassas they think that they just don't understand they don't live in Manassas city but they have a Manassas address and it's one of those things where if I was to like seriously like pin people down and be like no this is exactly how it is blah 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 like I'll I'll lose uh friends and acquaintances so you just so like someone like me I have to bite my tongue a lot and dumbass people are talking about geography and shit because they, they really hate to be corrected about these types of things it's kind of annoying um, but yeah, but that's how, that's how Virginia is, uh, either in a, in a city or a county and in Hampton roads, um, Southeast Virginia, the, most of the places down there are officially cities, but they, they, for, uh, they kind of look 
in, in a certain sense, they even look more more rural than um than like north in parts of northern Virginia, like Woodbridge, for example. But yeah, but they're it's basically the, the, what they really look like is like nonstop urban sprawl, like going in every direction. That's what these uh, Hampton Roads kind of looks like, especially to someone from northern Virginia. Just kind of has that vibe. Um, it's like nothing's really well, not nothing, but there's very few tall buildings, but there's just like buildings everywhere in every direction. But you know, but still trees and shit too. Well, that's cool. At least they kept kept the trees around. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a totally different vibe than like Northern Virginia. Uh, although they're both are about equally suburban or whatever, kind of urban suburban thing. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, that's the explan- explanation about um, Virginia. All right. This has been Moving On Sideways. Epilogue. The uh, entire episode was recorded on February 19th, and there have been a couple changes in my life since then. So I'm going to take everything I said in this episode extremely literally as of today. Uh, This has been Moving On Sideways.